All right, housekeeping items are done. Let's dive into the Prezzo. Our title for today, how to use our life lessons to build resilience for sustained performance. I'm gonna just warn y'all all now, we're gonna go on a roller coaster ride, literally, today. We're gonna use some metaphors to help us relate to what we deal with and how we can apply that in real life. Little bit about me, I am Dr. Nicole Henley. I work at Google. Whoop whoop for Google. Any Googlers in the house? Yes. I'm the Northeast Regional Leader. What does that mean? I just do what I'm told. No. <laughs> I lead our data, some of our data centers in the Northeast area. Um, and we have a very strong team there. We're doing some great things. I've been with Google for about five years now and I absolutely love it. Who am I personally? A friend of mine came up with this slogan a while back. I'm gonna just scooch this back here. She came up with this slogan a while back about being a woman, a wife, and a mother. And I identified with that when she shared that decades ago, and ever since then, I've stolen it. So I am a woman. I am a wife. Let's take a real quick pulse check here. How many years do y'all think I've been married? Give me some, something. 16, 19, two, two? I like you, two. I really like you. Um, 19, I look that old, okay, all right. I'm, I'm I, have, I have been married for 20 years. It feels like 50, but I've been married for 20 years. All right, next thing, I am a mother. How many children do you all think I have? Two. Four. Two. Somebody read a bio, didn't they? Good deal. See? One? One? Nope, it is two, but I'm going to be honest with y'all, it feels like ten. <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding you. My kids, I think my kids were born just to keep me on my knees in prayer. I'm, I'm telling you, they are extraordinary human beings, but sometimes, you know, it feels like you're raising around ten kids. And I am a Googler. As stated earlier, I'm the Northeast Regional Leader. I've been with Google for five years. I absolutely enjoy what I do. I have worn more suits this week than I have in my entire time at Google. We are jeans people, jeans, t-shirts, and sweats. So for you all, I decided to dress up today. All right, let's dig into it. Let's talk a little bit about resilience. Let's talk about resilience. What is it? Now, I'm from Detroit. Right, so before they corrected this, I had what it is, right? Resilience, what it is. I love this definition of resilience, and I have highlighted keywords in this definition because we're gonna deal with that a little bit today. Psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress, such as family relationships, i.e. children, uh, serious health problems, workplace, and financial stressors. As much as resilience involves bouncing back from these difficult experiences, it can also involve profound personal growth. And those are the things that, the things that I highlighted are the things that I want to focus on today, but what really sticks out to me is the last three words there, profound personal growth. I will tell you this, resilience is not avoiding going through something. Resilience means that you are going to go through something, but the question is, 
Are you going to adapt to it and change and face it? Are you going to bounce back? And are you going to grow? So resilience, challenges, adversity, it's going to hit all of us. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the roller coaster. Anybody familiar with this roller coaster? Six Flags? You are, what's your name? Reality. Oh, I love it. That's exactly where we at today. We in reality. Have you rode this roller coaster? You lost your phone. Was that more traumatic than riding the roller coaster? You had a blast? You loved it? I love it. This is the tallest roller coaster in the world, right? When we think about resilience, I want you to take a journey with me. Resilience, you know, you, 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 sometimes you can't plan for it. Sometimes you can't prepare for it, right? But if you are given the opportunity to, there are some things that you go through. So let's think about this. We're getting ready to ride King Daka with reality. This is our first time. We have never rode this roller coaster before. All we know, it's going to take us close to death or bring us back to life. That's all we know. What do you do when you prepare to ride a roller coaster? You might do some research, look it up, talk to reality, say, hey, what was it like? You might pray, let me make it back. You get on a roller coaster, buckle in, make sure you're harnessed in good, you're helping other people like you good, everybody's buckled in, praying, getting yourself together, bracing yourself because you are about to go up the tallest roller coaster of life. You're bracing yourself because you don't know what is about to happen. You can't avoid it, though, because you not got on the roller coaster. This you. <laughs> Help me. That's you. You're just scared, right? You don't want to go through this challenge. You don't want to go through what's about to happen. You don't want to go on this roller coaster. How did I even get on here? Was this reality's idea or was this mine? You don't know what has happened. Now, I want y'all to bear with me because this is all going to tie together. But before we tie things together, I need to show you just a short minute and a half video. I promise it's only a minute and a half because they told me I got to get y'all out of here early for the uh, nomination award ceremony. Minute and a half video of our favorite person, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Wait, wait, no starting yet. The Formula Rosa. This thing here goes 240 kilometers an hour. Can I be honest with you? I'm worried that's a little too slow for me. It's not fast enough. Hopefully they can speed it up. Speed it up. Hopefully they can speed it up. Okay. I didn't know we got goggles. I guess that's because it. That's because of the speed, probably, right? It's okay. We're gonna be all right. Hold on, wait, wait. No starting yet. Just wanna fix my goggles. This water is supposed to be coming up from under here. Yeah. Okay. Are those tears? Yeah, tears of joy. Everybody lets tears down when they're happy. I was just. I was happy. That's just how I. That's how I. It's just how I get down. I feel like everybody should look like that. Oh, okay. 
People need proof. They need pics to post. That's why I invented the Heartbreaker, the only safety gear that makes you look like Kevin Hart on a roller coaster. Not scared. Because you're going to break records, but you got to look bad and good doing it. So this is what we do, right? It's a metaphor. It's a roller coaster. Life is a roller coaster. It has challenges, hurdles. We're trying to build our resilience so that it not only benefits us, but it benefits other people. So as we said earlier, to get ready, you probably chatted with some previous King the writer, King the Ka writers. You Googled it, my favorite thing. Look it up. Am I gonna survive this thing? You talked to your friends and family, you wore some safety gear, you prayed, and then you made sure that the other people around you were buckled in. How does that translate to life now and what we do to build our resilience? On King the Ka, you chatted with previous people that have wrote it. But sometimes when we're going through things and we are getting resistance, sometimes we're shy to seek help, professional help. It's the same thing. You need to prepare yourself for what's going to happen in life, and you need to know that it is okay to reach out and get help when you need it. It's there. I love the word therapy, because in therapy is there, and I'm there if there's therapy. There is therapy, and it's okay to do that. You Googled it. So when we're going through things in life, research what's going on. You do not know the amount of people in your network that may be going through the same thing that you are going through. Rely on trusted relationships. Know that you are not alone. And equip yourself. Foster mental health and well-being. Prioritize your religious and spiritual outlet whatever that is, and find purpose. So let's talk a little bit about that. When we help others, as you're buckling someone in on a roller coaster, you're helping them. That is a part of your purpose. Now you take your life lessons, your testaments, and now you apply that and help someone else who's going through a similar thing. Look at this. Y'all don't know who that is? Y'all probably don't. That's me. It's baby me. This was a bad kid. And I'm not talking like bad and good. I'm talking, you know the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? My mama should have threw, threw me out and kept the bathwater. That's how bad I was. But when we talk about being resilient, building our life lessons, we have the seven steps. Get help. Pray. Help others. Right? Well-being. Mental health, we talk, those things are so important. They are so valuable. But there's this other side of it that I want to talk about, too. The reason I show you the baby picture, the baby picture represents the young me, the piece of me that needs to grow. Remember the profound personal growth? That's what this represents. We got the seven steps, but sometimes there are things in us that we need to deal with, right? Sometimes it's not always the other person. It's us. I'll give you an example. I have been in technology for 22 years. I started out in the military. I've worked at almost every industry there is to work at. And when you go through all of that, you get in positions where you can lend a hand to someone else and provide them an opportunity that wouldn't always be given otherwise. When that happens, 
you have to make sure that you're showing up for the person that put their name on the line for you. They've blazed a trail. They've used their resilience to blaze a trail and open up doors. But the young you, the baby you, has to be ready to come to the table and represent so that now you can help others. This is a part of your own personal growth. This to me is the most profound, no point intended, part of it. As I share my journey being at Google, I look back on the people that had opened up doors for me. Mrs. Coney, can I use you as an example? Felisa Coney here is our global VP of server operations. Can we give her a round of applause? One hundred percent true supporter of what we do. People may look at me and they look at Felisa and they say, oh, Nicole's probably got it easy because her and Felisa look alike. When they don't realize, no, I'm required to show up even the more because I want to represent her well. I want to represent the company well. I want people to know that what I'm doing is by my merit, my hard work, my ethics, not because favoritism. When we get into these positions of leadership and we're using our resilience to help other people, it's about equity and equality, evening the playing field so that people that look like us get the same opportunities as people that don't look like us. And that's what's important. So when you're thinking about building resilience, yeah, the seven steps are extremely important. Get help, mental health, well-being. But it's also making sure you're showing up for the person that put their name on the line for you and the people that are coming down the line after you. The baby you. Let's talk about this. Pop quiz. What does this picture represent? What does it mean to you when you see this picture? It's a trick question, but I'm, I'm opening up the floor. Innovation. I love it. What's your name? Angela. I love it. You are right. Innovation. Evolution. Who said evolution? What's your name? Jamila. Jamila. Absolutely right. Evolution. Someone said technology. Where are you at, my sister? What's your name? What's your name? Shadeen. Technology. I like all of those answers. I have one more. History. You right there. History. This picture represents inventions, innovations, technologies, history from women of color that have created things that are still sustaining our economy to this day. They faced adversity. They faced resilience. A lot of these patents are not even known to be created by women because during that time you had to put it under a man's name. They faced adversity and resilience, but we are still thriving off of their resilience, their adversity, and their inventions. Let's call a few of them out. Anyone know this lovely woman? Angelise Ruiz Robles. She was a single mother of three. And for all our sisters in here that are doing it on your own, I applaud you. Can we give them a round of applause? It's tough, it's hard. You're building resilience. You're doing it on your own. You're doing a great job. This single mother of three wanted to further education. She was a school teacher. So she created the prototype for eBooks. 
And we all know what that's doing for us today. A lot of y'all have downloaded a lot of ebooks today, so y'all can read them on the plane on the way back. Bridget Biddy Mason. Anyone know this lovely lady? This one's a good one here. This, this one, oof. This one spoke to me too. No? Biddy, her adversity, her experience of building resilience was that she was born into slavery. But she's known as the grandmother of Los Angeles. She became a millionaire during her era and invested money into propelling Los Angeles into the city that it is today. She was born into slavery and became a millionaire. What type of adversity is that? What lessons does she have from resilience? Her impact is still perpetuating Los Angeles to this day. Anyone know this lady? Matt knows this lady. Who's that lady? Don't read the slide either, Matt. You got to tell us who she is. Okay, all right, we, but it's okay, it's okay. It's all right, Matt. What y'all don't know is Matt told me earlier, before the session, this is Dr. Marion Croak. Dr. Croak is a fellow Googler. She's still there today, she's a VP of engineering. She created Voice Over IP. See, she's still here today, she works at Google. She has over 200 patents and has been inducted into the Internet Hall of Fame. Her adversity, her peers did not believe in the technology of voice over IP. She had to push that through on her own because the people that didn't look like her didn't believe in her idea. So she used her voice to create voice over IP. Her adversity, her resilience, her life lessons are why we have some of the technologies that we have today. Anybody know what this picture represents? Diversity. diversity. Who said that? It does. It represents diversity. Anyone else? Legacy. Yes. And when I look at this, I see power. I see, I see strength. I see resilience. I see perseverance. Women that have used resilience to build life lessons. If you're up here on this, in this picture and in this room, would you please stand? <laughs> These are our beautiful women of color from Google. Women that we walk with each and every day that are experiencing resilience, adversity, and I know they're using it to build life lessons because I'm probably in some of their counseling sessions. They helping me. <laughs> this is not just a historical precedence. You don't have to be born into slavery. You don't have to be in an era where you're not favored. You just have to be willing to go back to our definition. I'm going all the way back. Yes, I am. I like that. We're going to go back to the definition. <laughs> You have to be willing to go back to the definition and adapt in the face of diversity, be able to bounce back and find the inner you, the baby, 
so that you can have profound personal growth. This message today, this, this engagement, was not for me to try to motivate you because I believe in the profound difference between motivation and inspiration. There's a difference. If I motivate you, I always got someone's always got to be there. Let's go, let's go. You got it. You can do this. Come on, get up at 6 a.m. Let's go work out. Motivation. But inspiration is when there is an internal change in you, and now something within you says, I can do this. And not only can I do this, I can help others do this. Because what I've been through, the struggle, the strain, the challenge, what I've experienced as a black woman, I got enough testaments in here to make everyone's jaw drop. You would pick the jaw back up and drop it again. Amen, Amen to that. But what I'm doing is using it to fuel my purpose. And that purpose is making a difference in someone else's life and building my inner baby so that I can have personal growth. And that's what I am encouraging you all to do today. That's my girl. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but she is now my new best friend. <laughs> Any idea what this is? She said, that's us. Yes, she is 100% right. This is you. This is us. What I want you to leave here with today is putting yourself in this picture, looking at your adversity, your life, the opportunities that have come that have presented resilience, and figuring out how am I going to help that create profound growth in me and how am I going to let that impact someone else? Remember, resilience is about adapting, bouncing back, and growing. My sisters, that is my message for today. I am done. I have one parting gift for you all. Just one, a small something. Today I'm wearing my, what I call my Power Woman t-shirt. If you see me on LinkedIn, you may see me in this t-shirt, two or three other events. I like this shirt. It's washed, it's clean, and I wear it multiple times. It's my t-shirt. On my t-shirt, I have Coretta Scott King, Michelle Obama, and Betty Shabazz. They represent the dreamers. We have supplied you all with similar t-shirts in the back from Google so that you can take your t-shirt with your women of power and use it, build your resilience, impact people, and wear some goggles if you go on a roller coaster. <laughs> I have enjoyed this time with you all. I really appreciate you all taking time to come to this session. I hope that you all were inspired today and not motivated. Y'all take care. <laughs>